Manimal here. It's Thursday, July 13th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we go over the final rounds of the draft. We've got a little bit of all-star game talk, and we uh, preview the second half of the Rangers season. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, AKA YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can follow me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F R A Z I E R. And you can also follow Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTV, or check us out on our website, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. All one word. Hey, and joining me, my co-host, the 300-pound minimal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on social media? Hey, I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty good. We got uh, today, no more ba- no baseball today, and then that'll be the last day without some baseball until the end of October. Uh, so exciting, exciting day today to, for baseball to get going back tomorrow. But uh, until then, we'll talk about other stuff i got some draft news for everybody we'll Mm. talk about the actual game from the other night Mm. and uh we'll probably you know some second half stuff for the rangers we'll talk about some of that stuff and then we'll uh, go from there but before we do any of that i'll let everybody know on twitter they can find me at manimal bull instagram manimal 300 tiktok and uh tiktok and facebook bull pro and uh, whichever your favorite platform of social media is, you know, find me on there and we'll start talking about some Rangers baseball. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, let's let's just dive right into it. Kind of again, this is we're kind of back to the off season again, where we're just kind of fishing for stuff. But there's some stuff to talk about. Um, well, the first thing is the draft and how the Rangers finished out those draft picks uh, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, the Rangers had 10 draft picks like uh, everybody else. Um, a couple of draft – like one's pretty interesting, and we'll talk about him a little bit more than everybody else. But um, in the 11th round, they took Maxton Martin, uh, an outfielder from Southridge High School in Washington. In the 12th round, they took a right-handed pitcher from my dad's alma mater, Southern Illinois University, Ooh. Paul Ooh. Von Zagney. Um, and mm. the 13th round, he's a right-handed pitcher, Paul Bon, bon Zagney. That's another good name. Get used to hearing me say that a lot for no reason. Um, okay. In the 13th round, William Trevet, a right-handed pitcher from the College of Charleston. In the 14th round, they took uh, Josh Trent Adu, a left-handed pitcher from the College of Southern Idaho. In the 15th okay. round... They took Michael Troush, a left-handed pitcher from Central. Oh man, Central Central Arizona College. Sorry. Um, and in the sixteenth round, 
they took Jake Brown, a left-handed pitcher from Sulphur High School. Now, Jake Brown is an LSU commit. And hmm. in rounds 11 through 20, if you can sign all those dudes from rounds 11 through 20 for the $150,000, they don't count any against your against your cap number. So if you can get hmm. some of these guys, you can kind of save some of that money against the cap, and you can throw a little bit of extra cash at Jake Brown, who is a left-handed pitcher from Sulphur High School. Uh, he's one of those guys. He's a he's a big-time commit, and I think LSU would be really, really, really sad to lose him. Um, but mm-hmm. if he does go ahead and sign, he's a guy that could probably work his way through the system relatively fast. And uh, he's a he's a high ceiling prospect, especially. Uh, as a left-handed pitcher, he was the number 93 overall prospect in uh, in, in in Baseball America uh, prospects. Mm. So um, a guy that the Rangers are taking a chance on, but if they have some yeah. money there to throw at him, I could see it happening. But uh, I have a feeling that he probably won't sign and that he'll fulfill his commitment at LSU. But anyways, I want to talk a little bit about him anyway, a little more. Um, in the 17th round, they took Camden Perry, a right-handed pitcher from Bishop Gorman High School in Nevada. Uh, Bishop Gorman is the high school that Joey Gallo went hmm. to. Um, okay. Uh, in the 18th round, Brendan Morse, a right-handed pitcher from Niagara County Community College. Um, and, uh, that's in New York. Uh, and in the 19th round, they took Elijah X. I-C-K-E-S. He's a shortstop slash outfielder from Kamahamameha High School in Hawaii. So, yeah. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, in Hawaii, yeah. yeah. And then in the 20th round, uh, Leif Palmer, a right-handed pitcher from Golden High School in Golden, Colorado. So, uh, 11 through 20, I mean, I don't know which one of these guys. It's not like last year. They didn't take anything in the fourth or fifth round that is going to be so super expensive that they've got uh, going to have money issues down there in 11 through 20. So, all of those guys should be signable or projectable and on to intake. Okay. And then, so really interesting with the LSU prospect, I think, Probably a guy they're going to do everything they can to woo him away, but uh, a little they bit of only a gamble. Have, yeah, they only have so much to do, and when he was probably thought of as somewhere around a third or a fourth round pick, you never know. You never know if that's going to be enough to really get him away. Because he was thought of as a third, fourth round pick, they might be able to put together enough money, but I'm not 100% sure on how that works, and I'm not 100% sure on uh, what the, what it's going to take in the first place to just get Wyatt Langford here. Right. That's a good point. Um, Well, a lot of exciting news there. And of course, you know, those later round guys, uh, sometimes they're kind of like, kind of like afterthoughts, but you know, there's a guy tearing up the system that was undrafted free agent right now. So you never know who one of those guys could turn out. Yeah. And let's, if we want to, we can talk about a former one, one. Okay. The Rangers just went back out and signed themselves a former 1-1 drafted first overall. And I don't know what year it was, maybe 2006 or seven. But uh, uh, Matt Bush, uh, you, can't remember, you don't really think of him as a former 1-1. Uh, 
but he was yep. at one point, and uh, he's a uh, uh, back in the Rangers system. They signed him to a minor league deal, uh, so he'll he'll head to Round Rock, and uh, I'm sure as soon as the uh, as soon as the All Star break is over for the the AAA guys. Matt Bush will be in that bullpen down there and seeing if uh, he can get his stuff back to where it was last year at this time. And uh, maybe there's mm-hmm. a possibility that they could use him in the bullpen at some point this year. But, uh, you know, it's going to have to come back together because things were not good at all for Matt Bush this year in Milwaukee. Yeah, and, and I, I really do think, though, that Matt Bush has a solid chance uh, of, of actually getting on the major league roster just because of the fact that he's a velo- he's got a little bit of velocity. He's not that far removed from being a guy that was actually a sought after commodity at the trade deadline less than a year ago. So um, more of a proven commodity than, than a lot of the guys that really, I mean, most of the guys that they've got right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, uh, I, I hope, I hope the best for him. Honestly, I, I like reclamation projects and, and this is not one that's, you know, five years removed or anything. This is a guy that just, you know, was, was yeah. really good for the Rangers last year and, you know, struggled a little bit. And we've talked about it probably ad nausea that, you know, year to year bullpen guys struggle and a change of scenery can do wonders for a guy, especially going yeah, back to a place where you were successful. Sometimes, I mean, it doesn't even, you know, year to year it can be. Uh, you know, pitch to pitch for some of those bullpen hands. You know, I mean, yeah. like yeah, they're right. they're all, they're only as good as their last pitch, and probably Matt Bush's last pitch got taken 360 feet somewhere in Milwaukee because he was really <laughs> having trouble. But you know, I mean, he gets he gets it back together, and he's throwing the ball well at Round Rock. You know, I mean, doesn't matter where the outs come from, man. It really no, doesn't. It doesn't. it doesn't. I mean, if Matt Bush gets hot and Matt Bush is the guy that gets you outs, then that's who it is. That's yep. who it is. And yep. you're going to take a chance on him because it's not going to cost you very much. And he's, you know, he's got our years left. And, you know, so I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's a good move for the Rangers. And it's definitely a good move for Matt Bush because if he's going to get right anywhere, it'll probably be here. Yeah. And, and just remember, you know, probably the best contributor – on this, on the in this bullpen this year, is a reclamation project. Is a guy that well, signed I, at the very end of the very end of the of the free agent, uh, free agency this year. Very very end. Like, what do we get Will Smith for? You know, like. Yeah, so. one year. You know, I mean, and and you know, Spores is another guy that's been good out of the pen, and he was like we were ready to kick him yeah. off the roster. The uh, you know, every time something happened in the off season. Is right. the guy that's going to be the guy that comes off that forty man and and man, man, they made some moves that you thought were like, oh, why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it spores? Why wouldn't it spores? But well, this is why it wasn't. You know, this is why that wasn't. And you know, Matt Bush again, he he could come back and if he's throwing ninety six, ninety seven, and getting guys out at Round Rock, you know, there's a chance for him to get back in that bullpen. Yep. Well, speaking of guys that you take a chance, you know, that you took a chance on. Um, you took a chance on a guy named Damo McCullough at one point and uh, took him under your wing a little bit, and uh, he's turned out to be quite the uh, quite the reclamation project himself. Had well, yeah, I mean he is an older guy. People didn't uh, give him an opportunity because he was an older guy. Yep. And I said, well, yep. hey, 
if I'm going to train some guys, I need them to be older guys because I don't, I don't want the immaturity around me. And I said, mm-hmm. you boys get to come over here and I'll be damned if the immaturity wasn't there anyways. But <laughs> it was more like my immaturity, you know, so like, <laughs> you're kind well, of, immature. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we're, we're, uh, we're, but anyways, uh, Damo McCullough, he has been, uh, you know, I, I couldn't be prouder of what he's turned himself into and the champion that he is, and uh, he's going to defend that Trinity River Heritage title for the first time this month against Angel Camacho at Ultraviolet Dreamers on July 28th at the Southside Preservation Hall, 7 p.m. bell time. And, you know, uh, there's going to be lots of big matches. Um, Noby Bryant's going to be there for sure. The Manimal's going to be there for sure. Brick Savage is going to be there for sure. So, you know, you're going to be, you're going to have plenty of people to root for. You're going to have plenty of things to do while you're there. Not just the wrestling, because the wrestling's going to be hot in the building all night long. But out back, you're going to have your choice. Mm. Hamburger mm. from our guys over at Kelly's Onion Burgers, who you know we love. Or do you want the hot dog from Big what? Dogs? Yeah, that's right. What? Big Dogs is going to be out this or on in a couple of weeks, Friday night, July 28th, Southside Preservation Hall. If you don't know what Big Dogs is, is they're also a food truck. They do big hot dogs, big giant hot dogs wrapped Ooh. in bacon. Oh my gosh. Now, Man, cholesterol. City. They also have the uh what's uh what's 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 that one guy that lost last time, Brent? Uh, Brent McKenzie. What's his oh, the Super yeah, Tex? Yeah. They have Super the Super Tex hot dogs. So if you want, you no can way. buy one of those, and then you can throw it in the trash. <laughs> uh, like you just buy one, and, and then, then go then, get like, a real hot dog, and then like go have one of the big dogs because that's what you, I mean. That's how you got to do it. Like, I mean, we've got to let this guy know that no one cares about him at all. None, not even his mom. I know his mom personally. She doesn't care either. But anyways, Man, Kelly's this, thing turned, this thing turned violent quick. Big, big dogs, hot dogs. We're also Starry's ice cream. Mm, Kevin, will, Kevin will vouch. Kevin will attest. Starry's ice cream is where Man. it's at for all I'm your ice sweating. cream treats. And also our good friends over at Martin House Brewing, which also tonight, don't forget, I will be at Martin House Brewing tonight for uh, their big event tonight. So come on out to Martin House, see me tonight. Come on out on the 28th. Enjoy all the free Martin House beer that you can that you can drink as long as you can prove to them that you're 21 years of age or older. So commercials paid. Yeah, and don't forget to drink responsibly. FYI. Absolutely. If you're if you're feeling Absolutely. funky, if you feel like Uber. you have like that commercial, if you feel like you Uber. have to do push-ups to sober up, like like take an Uber. In fact, come ask yep. me. I'll I'll get you an Uber. Uber, so, Lyft. Uh, Kevin yep. might actually just drive you home. No, That's the I'll kind get of you. Guy. No, he'll no. he'll look. You heard it here first. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Go. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kevin will drive you home. He will get you. A, he will drive you home. He, wow. He's actually he, running a taxi service after the oh, show. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Nothing that I say should be taken seriously at all, except for that information about Matt Bush. 
Well, yeah, and and speaking of and July twenty eighth. And July twenty eighth. So are are we we talking all star game here? Is that is that what uh, no yeah, we could talk about the all star game here. Um yeah. I, I, mean, I, I I I didn't hate I, it. I mean it like I think my biggest question is is like people that don't watch the all star game, what can they mm-hmm. do to get people that don't watch the all star game into the all star game? Yeah, because you're talking to someone right here who I have a baseball podcast. I absolutely love baseball, but I have no interest in the All-Star game. Zero. Zilch. Didn't watch it. Even though all my guys were in there, like I I watched some of, you know, just if there would have been Rangers highlights, I'd have done it. But I'm more in it. I'm more in just like, hey, you're an All-Star. You're on the team. Great. Okay. Let's let's, – I, I want my guys to get their rest. I wasn't a big fan of them guys getting out there and playing two innings. But yeah, I, I thought uh, Corey Seager did it right. He, uh, as soon as he took his at bat and got an inning or two out in the field, he was like, "I'm good. I'm good, Skip." And yeah. uh, um, Simeon, you can't for you. You got to force that guy off the field. So yeah, you weren't going like to get him to. You weren't going to get him to not play anyways, but. But Young had Ramirez behind him, so, you know, Ramirez is going to play. He's the senior, so if he wants to play, he's going to play. And uh, Adalis made two really, really nice catches in the outfield. Yeah, awesome. um, he, uh, you know, the, the Rangers didn't hit, um, but, you know, I, I mean, we didn't really get to see. Like, I think they had two innings where they, they made all three outs in the inning. Ranger players did so, um, but, but who cares? Like Joe DeHaim had a really nice. Like I thought he had a really nice game behind the plate. He he threw somebody out. He uh, um, he threw out uh, the guy that Ariz Ariz that uh, is yep. hitting three eighty or whatever. Which yeah. I, you know, um, he had a pretty dead good game, didn't he? He yeah he went two for two. Um, saw two pitches, got a hit off Evaldi. I thought that was kind of cool when Evaldi was uh, going over what he was going to throw with with John Smoltz on t- on TV, and then they were like, "Hey, look, I'm just letting you know, Corbin Carroll's mic'd up too." So, <laughs> um, like, so he's facing Corbin Carroll, and they're both mic'd up, and he like he goes from like he's like, "Well, I guess I can't tell you what I'm throwing anymore," and but it was fun. It was a, it was a uh, it was interesting. Um, the Rangers at one point had all six of their guys on the field, which that's hasn't happened since like the 50 Dodgers or something like that. Something ridiculous wow. like that. Like it's only happened twice and three times now in baseball. So, you know, th- that was fun in the end. Um, what Colorado's catcher, um, something, I don't know. Like, yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, um, I can't think of his, I can't even think of his name. Last right. name is Dia, I think it's Zainar maybe, or Einar. Yanair, I'm not 100% sure, but um, uh, I can get it if you want, but uh, he was the all-star game MVP as well, so uh, the the NL doesn't win very many all-star games, so. When they win, they they better revel in it, and uh, not they haven't won since 2012. Yeah, no, they haven't. Like the last time they won, Ron Washington was the manager of the American League. 
Elias Diaz was the catcher, but he's a good story. Made it to the big leagues at 30 years old for what first time All Star. You never know. I mean, this could be his only time All Star. Um, never know, right? Uh, yeah, that at 32, but um, but he's gonna he won the MVP and uh, I can't remember uh, the big mountain guy from. Uh, Batista, Felix Batista, he took the loss for the American League, and uh, Doval got the win, and uh, Kimbrell gets the 3-2 National League win. So the last time the National League won was the last time the Rams for All-Stars or something like that. So maybe it's not a good So, you know, maybe maybe we're – Star, it just maybe it isn't for the Rangers. They, well, the last, two, the last, the last the Rangers, three, but that worked out good for the Rangers in the long run because they were a heck of it. They were that was during their kind of in their glory in their glory years. So, I mean, was, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe you know, maybe just maybe we're we're yeah. getting back to that. So let's let's hope. The last time the National League uh, won a uh, uh, All Star game. Uh, I believe that uh, the Giants, led by Bruce Bochy, won the World Series. So, let's see if history repeats mm. itself in that. It, it's probably, it probably there's a won. lot there in there. There's something, a lot of, a lot of stuff there, right? there. There's a talking point there that probably has no real validity besides just me and you using it as a talking point. Yeah. Well, let's let's uh, skip from. To- are we? I, I think. What are we next going into the? Um... We're going to go into kind of the schedule and talk a little bit no, about the like schedule. I, but I, I thought you could pay some bills on the other half, and we'll talk. That's about what the I was thinking half. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's uh, let's pay. Let's let's talk a little bit about our exclusive content. So, with the MLB draft just finishing up, um, we are really excited to uh, go into uh, each prospect and give you a little bit of extra insight on each one. There's a lot of them there, um, so that's going to be a lot of content, and that's going to be. Uh, we're going to say that for our exclusive show, our exclusive content is called down on the farm with the boys, where we cover everything uh, minor league with the Rangers uh, prospects uh, as well. And we, you know, Arizona, Arizona complex league, Dominican summer league. Um, we at a ball, low, a high, a, I don't know if they call them low and high, but double a triple a um, anything Rangers uh, farm system in minor leagues, we're going to cover it. And this will help you make us your one-stop shop for all things Texas Rangers. So go to our Spotify page or go to our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Oh, wait, wait. So, yep, it's only $1.99. So go ahead and sign up. And uh, we, we, know you, we know you listen because every time we put it out there for even 30 minutes or an hour, uh, we know how many people are checking it out. So, you know, just, just go uh, on ahead. A lot. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, make that move, man. Yeah, make that move. Just, just, just click that subscribe button. It's not going to hurt, and uh, and uh, get get all your Rangers news right here on this podcast with the boys. So, let's uh, let's do it. Let's talk a little bit about this uh, the schedule for next month and really just kind of what the second half has in store for our Texas Rangers. Well, I I, I don't know what uh, we talked about, Matt Bush and. Uh, yeah. You know him being a bullpen guy. That's a need. That's going to be a need that the Rangers have. I think they could use another 
another bat. I think they could use an outfield bat. Um, a guy that I've seen kind of discussed that I wouldn't be opposed to is your boy, uh, Bellinger from the Cubs. Oh, uh, man. Oh, yes. He's on, a, he's on a one year. The Cubs kind of got him for this reason, right? If things didn't go their way this season and they kind of fall out of the playoff run, you've got him on one year. So you could send him somewhere to get, you know, a, a couple of picks for mm-hmm. him. If you liked him enough, you can bring him back because, I mean, it's not somebody the Rangers are going to probably be fascinated with long term. But Mm -hmm. for this year, play left feet, be a big bat in the lineup, reunite with Seager, see if that brings some, you know, some, some, you know, who knows? Who knows what the the possibilities are? But, you know, they're going to probably need a bat to play some left field uh, or to DH or whatever, just something to solidify the middle of that lineup. And uh, I don't know. I'm not uh, – if the, the starter has to be better than John Gray and equal to yeah. or greater than Nathan Eovaldi. Agreed. Because it can't, yeah, it can't we... be – you've got to have – I mean un- – between now and the trade deadline, which is only like two or three starts, Martin Perez shows you something that just makes you think that he's going to turn it completely around. And, uh, you know, but I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't it, see it, that it, being like, I could see him being a guy that you can give a fourth start to in a seven game series, but not a like in a three game series, you'd prefer like John Gray be your three. And then you give the ball back over to your your one again in game four. Yeah, for so, me, like, and, and, and God, look, hey, guys, like, I love, we love, on this show, we love Martin Perez. There's definitely absolute, like, we were completely happy with the contract that he got this year. It felt like it was well-deserved. But he has not been that good this year. That doesn't mean I'm out on him next year. Doesn't mean any of that. It just means that even the Martin Perez at his best is not going to replace what this team needs, I believe, in terms of starting pitching to make the playoff run that we need to make. And, and again, I'm, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but you brought in a number one starter, an ace. That was the plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You yeah, know, the, and, the, and gotta, the it's yeah, been a the, bonus that Nathan Evaldi yes. has been a number one starter. That's been a bonus. That yep. was supposed to be yep. like, oh, hey, now that's pretty sweet. We got two number one starters, yep. two guys that yep. we can go to war with in the playoffs, and now our third, and you can you can mm-hmm. absolutely go to war with that. Yeah, your fourth is either Dunning or depending on what Mark like in the second mm-hmm. half of the season, you know, like, I mean, that's, yep. or Heaney. I mean, cause there's like nothing to say that Andrew Heaney can't give you productive outs in the bull, in the rotation. In well, the you, you run with the high as end. your fourth starter. Yeah, absolutely. But he also, yep. I mean, I also look forward to seeing what he kind of brings out of the bullpen too. I mean, because right. they signed Heaney, like in my head, like I kind of saw him as like a, a bullpen hand that like brought fastball late in, you know middle of the game to help you 
through the middle innings. And I, I didn't, you know, I didn't know if they had starter in mind for him or not, you know. So, um, but once it, once it was, you know, like, I mean, you see him as a guy that, like, you've seen innings and you've seen outings where he's looked fantastic. You see, like, the one, like, the one that's going to be the longest of the season before he gets another outing was a killer, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, well, and, and, and again, you know, the I first just, one was belabor- awful. I'm- I'm just going to belabor the point just about what I believe, like to me, priority number one is replacing Jacob deGrom. And again, don't, don't misunderstand what I'm saying and give me the whole Jacob deGrom's irreplaceable. Okay. Yes. There's only one. Something on that level. Yeah. Yeah. He's top tier. We get it. There's only probably five or six pitchers in the league that you can argue are as good as Jacob deGrom. But we need somebody, we need a horse, we need a top of the rotation player to replace what we lost. And again, we weren't thinking, I mean, even when we had Jacob deGrom in this whole lineup and everybody healthy, even with everything healthy, we weren't predicting the success that the Rangers have had. So no, imagine, no, yeah. imagine what kind of success they've got with 17 starts right now from a number one ace type starter. Well, and that's and, what and we need some, to be thinking about in the second half. And there's some ace type starters that are going to be available or might be available. I don't know where Dylan Cease is going to fall with the White Sox. I mean, you mm-hmm. knock their socks off with something and they might be willing to deal him. I don't know where Scherzer and Verlander are going to be. I'm not saying that they're going to be traded, but if they are going to be on the market. Those are going to definitely be two guys that the Rangers should be interested in because mm-hmm. they both have years behind this one year. Um, I don't know how – I think if it, if it were up to me, I would prefer Scherzer to Verlander mm-hmm. because, I mean, Scherzer's not going to opt – like that he's having so far this year unless he's like gets set to the Rangers and it's just – down the stretch dynamo world championship i can't see him opting out because he's not going to get paid more than what he's get on the market to get paid next year well what's funny yeah like i don't know with scherzer funny with funny part with scherzer is it's like best case worst case scenario for the rangers like there is no bad scenario when it comes to him because if he pitches great and if he has a just an unbelievable second half in playoffs, you're you're hanging a banner, and you want to give him the money. If he doesn't, yeah. or there, or not necessarily that, but maybe you fall a little short, and you you come up a little short, and you feel like, hey, you know what, we're we're still, we 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 can still do this thing. Then now, you know, you you might not have, he might not opt out of that contract. You might have liked what he had with this team, and again, yeah. the prospects of. Pitching with Jacob Degrom in that rotation in the second half of next year, I mean, it's just there's a lot to like there. Yeah, and then there's also the idea that uh, he opts out of that contract, give the Mets lighter and Bakuna and Foscue and Mitch Brott for you know for a half year with Scherzer, you know. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's one of those where I don't know, you know, I can't mad at anybody for going for it because that's the name of the game i mean i yep. i always felt like if there was anything to like about 
Daniels did here at this at this place. Whenever the Rangers were in it, like they went for it, even if it was bad, even if mm-hmm. it like even if it was Ryan Dempster, they went for it. I mean, yeah, sure, yeah, we, we all remember the we all uh, we all we all remember the Dempster that came here. We don't remember the Dempster right. that was on the Cubs, in the league on fire and started the All Star game and and all of that. Like, I mean, it, he was the best pitcher available. And it cost, you no, know, it didn't happen. You know, it is what it is. Right. I mean, just but if it does happen, like, John Daniels is is in the hall. Yeah, team. he's all he's always <laughs> you know, the he's always thing, got a know. championship. Yeah, or or Nolan or whoever they want to give credit to. But rest assured, right. it was JD that was putting that thing together. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know the. It starts tough because you got Guardians, Rays, and Dodgers at home right off the bat. Mm. And you're on the road to Houston. Can't hate that. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll be on the road to Houston. So uh, with Houston, uh, when the first time you go out after the um, after the break, so uh, it doesn't get any easier for the Rangers. And I don't think they'd want it any other way. But they've got Mm -hmm. Cleveland, Tampa, L.A., Houston, and San Diego before the end of the month, and they need some. They need some wins, and the the schedule gets significantly easier after that. But they they need some wins out of this thing, and they need to play well at home. And hopefully, everybody's pretty rested, and they come back out of this thing and start uh, start putting it together. Love it, love it. Well, uh, putting it I back together. To, yeah, yeah. Put it back together. Yep. I got nothing left unless you got something else you want to say. I think I think we can call that a wrap for today. No, let's get out of here, and we'll be back tomorrow, and we could probably have a, a preview of the Guardian series and, and see who the Rangers are sending to the hill, and we'll uh, we'll just talk more about the Rangers. Sounds good. Well, uh, uh, again, thanks for carrying the load uh, this time today on the show, buddy. Appreciate well, you were holding the bag. All the extra work. Yeah, you, they couldn't, yeah, yeah, they couldn't the ask. Tell these people that you can't you can't ask for that much no. right now. He's uh, he's holding the baby. No, no when you're someday holding the baby, we may, there's rules. Maybe someday we'll tell that story of how holding the baby became a thing. <laughs> it is, and it is now. It is definitely a thing, and it's a thing we adhere to uh, in the Fraser household. So if you are holding the baby, uh, and it's something that you know, I'll go to bat for you. Uh, any of you listeners, no. um, you know that that male listeners. You know, yeah, if, if you need me to tell your wife, yeah, yeah, that that if baby, you're holding the baby, you, you can't, can't do, do anything else. Anything else, no. I'll be there to no. do it. Yeah, I can't, I can't will, expect will, anything more than you just holding that baby. Yeah, we will completely vouch for that, and you have our support 100%. So, thanks everybody for tuning in. We we will stop wasting time on wasting your time all of a sudden and uh, let you get back to your day. Um, this has been Texas Rangers with the boys. Don't forget to follow us on social media, TX Rangers WTB, or our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Oh, Yes, sir. And don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content, Down on the Farm with the Boys, $1.99, hey, sub- Spotify, or website. Sub- subscribe to our Spotify as well. Subscribe to our, you know, be, a, be an everyday listener. Yeah, be an everyday listener. Subscribe to this podcast. Make us your, your home for all Texas Rangers news, whether it be minor league, major league, uh, whatever. That's anything else. Yeah, tell a friend. Don't forget. And again, big show coming up June twenty eighth. Matt War Pro. Don't forget July. That if you're a, July twenty eighth, if you're a local, uh, be sure to come check us out over at the Southside Preservation Hall. But 
for tonight. This is Texas or today. This is Texas Rangers with the boys and we are signing out.